Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David. And in this video, I'm going to talk about the transition from the pagan Western Roman emperors to the popes of Rome. If you haven't done so, I recommend watching the previous videos in this Revelation series so that this explanation is in its proper context. In my The Beast of Daniel video, I show how Daniel pointed to four beast kingdoms, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome, which is in power until Messiah returns. In Revelation 12 and 13, Messiah is describing the leaders of the different phases of the Satan-empowered Roman beast kingdom. If you look on your chart, so in previous videos I've had you print up a Revelation layers chart, the description's in the video, you can stop the video and print it up. And if you look at the bottom level on the left side, you see that Revelation 12 describes the pagan Roman Empire which Satan used to try to wipe out Messiah's early church saints. The birth of Messiah's Ecclesia of Saints was painful, like childbirth, especially at the end, during the harshest persecution period from 303 to 312 AD, when Diocletian sought to wipe out the church era of Smyrna saints. The Western Roman Empire declined during the seal judgments from bloody civil wars, economic strife, famine, pestilence, and death. Then came the first four trumpet judgments, which were against the western one-third of the Roman Empire, when army after army was sent to attack the empire. In the last video about the fourth trumpet judgment, we saw that the western Roman emperor, which is symbolized by the sun, was removed from power, which gave opportunity for the Antichrist beast pope to take power. This was a profound event in the history of the world and in the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. This transition was foretold by Daniel, Paul and John, yet most of today's pastors don't teach about it. In this video, I'll give you the big picture, and then I'll expand on the fulfillment in the next few videos. The popes of Rome are the little horn of Daniel 7, which describes the fourth beast kingdom of Rome in civil terms. The beast has ten horns, which points to the ten leaders of the ten civil kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. So after the Western Roman Emperor was removed from power in 476, it split into ten civil kingdoms. That's the ten horns in Daniel 7. Daniel 7 describes a little horn rising up among the ten horns. So a horn in Bible prophecy is a leader. So it's pointing to the Pope of Rome rising to power among the ten civil kingdoms. The Pope demanded that the ten kings submit to his authority. Three kings said no, so the Pope caused their kingdoms to be plucked out. So that's fulfilling the prophecy. And I'll cover this in more detail in the next video. But I'm just giving you the overall view. So the Popes of Rome fulfill the little horn of Daniel 7. Daniel 7.25 says, And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change the times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and a dividing of a time. So, in summary, the Pope spoke blasphemy, proclaiming to be God, to forgive sins and to provide salvation. So he spoke great words against the Most High. The popes wore out the saints during the Dark Ages in the Inquisition when they tortured and killed tens of millions of saints. So they wore out the saints of the Most High. The popes changed the law, removing the second commandment and dividing the tenth into two parts. So they have ten commandments, but it's missing the second one about idol worship. They refined the Roman calendar and pushed the Father's calendar aside. 
They promoted their holidays of Easter and Christmas that replaced the Father's seven holy feast days, which Messiah is fulfilling to redeem the set-apart saints. And they ruled in power for 1260 years. So that's the time, times, and half a time. So they ruled from 538 to 1798. And so they fulfilled the prophecy of the little horn of Daniel 7. And this is a significant proof that the beasts of Daniel 7 are the same as Daniel 2, because some people say that they are different. Next, we see the popes are the son of perdition of 2 Thessalonians 2. The Western Roman emperors restrained the popes from taking power. But when the last one was removed from power in 476 AD during the Fourth Trumpet Judgment, the popes were able to gain control of the Western Roman Empire. So the, the emperors, it says it refers to a restrainer. Well, the restrainer is not the Holy Spirit. The restrainer is not anything but the Western Roman emperor. Once that seat was gone, once he was gone out of power, the popes were able to ascend up in power over the empire. Paul describes the popes in ecclesiastic terms. So Daniel did it in civil terms. Paul's doing it in ecclesiastic terms. Judas Iscariot, called the son of perdition, pretended to be a disciple of Messiah, but he was a betrayer. The popes do the same thing, thus their name, the son of perdition. They proclaim to lead Messiah's one true church, thus they sit in the temple among the body of believers. So the temple is not a physical temple. Okay, when Paul wrote this, the physical temple was still sitting in Jerusalem. It hadn't been destroyed until 70 AD. Paul isn't referring to a physical temple. He's referring to Messiah's Ecclesia of Saints, the body of believers. So there's the Pope pretending to be the leader of the one true church of Messiah. So he's sitting in the temple. They teach a false gospel of works through the sacraments and that Mary is the intercessor to the Father. That's the ultimate fulfillment of the son of perdition, that they pretend to serve Messiah as the lead priest, but they're really betraying people with the false gospel. The popes, the man of sin, have caused Catholics to sin. Thus the title, thus his name, the description. It's not just a, saying he's a sinner, he is, but he's causing Catholics to sin by breaking the Ten Commandments, by calling the Pope Holy Father. Messiah was saying not to call any leader, any religious leader, your father, yet that's what they call the Pope. They, The popes have them make graven images of Mary and other people and bow down to them and pray to them, which violates the second commandment. The popes cause priests to be celibate, which leads to homosexuality, rape, pedophilia. They cause them to steal money and property from people they murdered, and they murder these people during the Dark Ages in the Inquisition. They cause them to sin by professing sins to a priest in order to confess our sins to Messiah, our high priest. And they caused him to sin by saying repetitious prayers using the ro rosary to Mary. And Messiah said not to use repetitious prayers. Next, we see the popes are the Antichrist beast of Revelation. So John is describing the popes in both civil and ecclesiastic terms as the leader of church and state. When the office of the Western Roman Emperor ended in 476, that was the deadly head wound. It's deadly because the office ended. Okay, so there, there was no more Western Roman emperors. Thus, the office ended. So it was a deadly head wound. So the popes took their office and their place as Pontifex Maximus, leader of church and state, thus healing the deadly head wound. The Antichrist beast is an office. It's not just one man, as we've been led to believe. It's fulfilled by the office of the papacy, the popes of Rome. They rose to power out of the sea. So when it's talking about a sea beast, they rose to power out of a sea of people. Because water can point to people. And we see that in Revelation 17, water points to people. He rose to power out of a sea of people of the 10 kingdoms of the fallen Roman empire. The popes reigned in civil and ecclesiastic power for 1260 years from 538 to 1798. Kings bowed to their authority. They banned and burned the scriptures and persecuted the saints. The office of the papacy, 
was wounded by the sword but did live when they were removed from power in 1798 AD. So before it was a deadly head wound because the office ended. Here, the Pope was removed from civil power in 1798. So he's wounded by the sword, but he did live. So they lost power. They were wounded, but the office of the papacy lives on to this day, thus fulfilling that prophecy of he was wounded by the sword, but did live. And finally, the popes are the eighth king of Revelation 17. The angel was trying to help John comprehend how a supposed church of Messiah would carry out the Babylonian mystery religion and persecute the saints. So he gave him this description. He said, and there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven and go into perdition. Now that's a mouthful, but it's very easy to understand. And I've covered part of this in a previous video. To summarize from John's perspective, five forms of Roman government had passed. The sixth was the emperors. The seventh existed for a short time from 476 to 538 AD. And the eighth is the Antichrist feast popes who lead the harlot church of Rome. So Daniel Paul and John all point to the popes of Rome rising to power after the Western Roman emperor was removed from power in 476 AD. History proves out the exacting fulfillment of the prophecies of the little horn of Daniel 7, the son of perdition of 2 Thessalonians 2, and the Antichrist beast of Revelation who leads the harlot church of Rome. So I hope that helps you see it. I'll go through the little horn of Daniel, the son of perdition, the Antichrist beast in more detail in the next videos to prove it out so you can see the exacting fulfillment. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.